Hi, everyone. Welcome to Star Wars Meanderings and Ramblings. You know, I've had a really positive feedback from everyone who has listened to this. So thank you so much, even if it's just three people. It's not, by the way. I checked the stats and definitely more than three people. But either way, I'm thrilled that people are listening to this. That's awesome. Get to hear my voice. We get to hang out for a little bit and talk about Star Wars, which is the best part of my day, honestly. And I'm getting excited, which is cool because I feel like the blog and the writing and how much time it took me started to weigh me down and made me feel guilty. And that's why I stopped because why do something that makes you feel guilty? That's not the point of life. So after that, I just kind of stopped and said, I need to rethink this if I even want to come back to it. And then having this like eureka moment of, oh, well, why don't I just do a talking podcast has helped tons and made me excited to be back and doing this. And there is a part of me that's nervous because I feel like y'all are going to see. I don't know as much about Star Wars as, you know, other people. And that's always been um, something that has made me insecure which is silly right because I love Star Wars and actually I love it more than the average fan I just think the amount of time I've invested in Star Wars has definitely decreased as I've become an adult and most of my knowledge comes from the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy which I grew up with and studied the heck out of when I was a kid and now I'm I've forgotten a lot Um, I know some I've forgotten some so I guess this is why I'm also nervous about putting this out there because I'm just it's just really meanderings and ramblings and so that's my biggest insecurity so be patient with me you'll learn that okay my blog posts are totally different because my blog posts I got to research on the side and no one saw like what I knew and what I didn't know anyway today what are we going to be talking about Mm, let me pull it up I was breastfeeding the other day Yes, because I am breastfeeding and God, I feel so bad for everyone right now with the formula shortage. My heart goes out to you. I've been really lucky with my breast milk um, and I have plenty. So I do feel bad for anyone who's doing formula. I, oh, I, I'm so sorry with the shortage and whatnot. Anyway, sometimes breastfeeding takes a long time because the baby decides to go to sleep. So I, I just get on the internet and browse around and do a bunch of stuff on my phone. I stumbled upon this article by Screen Rant. It's a list and it says Star Wars, 10 unpopular opinions about Yoda, according to Reddit. They scoured Reddit and found some unpopular opinions about Yoda. And I had never thought about this before. I had never thought about Yoda um, in an unpopular light almost. I, to me, he's, you know, the greatest Jedi master, grandmaster, and he you know, has been through so much from what we saw in the prequel trilogy to the original trilogy. But I was never obsessed with him. I was never someone who, like, of course, I love his quotes. And I had a whole poster in my bedroom of all his quotes when I was a kid. But I've never really um, pushed myself to think of him any differently than just Yoda. He's amazing. He's the strongest force user, you know. So I wanted to kind of go through this list because I was thinking about it a lot. Um, First point, number one. Original trilogy Yoda wasn't that wise. Uh, One of the Reddit users says, classic trilogy Yoda wasn't that wise. Not only did he almost not train Luke, but he also exiled himself and believed that defeating Darth Vader was the only way to save the galaxy, and Luke showed him otherwise. This I agree with. I had talked about this on, um, I think, a few blog posts, that the Jedi were just so narrow-minded in especially failing to recognize how love 
is an important part of our lives and we should be showing love to so many others. They were compassionate, yes. And that's something that I've also written about saying that I wish I could be more compassionate. Like I feel like I'm not that compassionate of a person. And I only love those that, you know, love me back <laughs> or that are my family. It's hard for me to move beyond and, and love people I don't know and be compassionate about those who are less fortunate because not not necessarily because I'm a bad person or selfish or on the dark side of the force. It's really I don't really think much outside of like, you know, my bubble as we've learned that wonderful term in quarantine and the pandemic. Like my bubble is those that I love. Um, so I do agree with this that I, I'm not sure. I mean, exiling himself, I think, was a good choice. It, it Like they didn't know where to go. The Jedi were being hunted. And um, now with this new canon, we see all the Inquisitors. That's kind of scary. And if you're trying to keep this, I mean, we can't call it a religion, right? But this Jedi way alive and trying to keep, that means keeping yourself alive. And at that point, like if there were other Jedi on the loose, like he didn't really know about it. He only knew about Obi-Wan. So I think exiling himself was a smart move. Um, and I think his opinion that defeating Darth Vader was the only way to save the galaxy, it's just what he knows, really, honestly. I mean, there hadn't been Sith in a millennial, millennia, as they like to say, and they had come back, and it just happened so fast that I think him just sitting on um, Dagobah made him realize, like, you know, if Luke is the last Jedi... Maybe he didn't even want to mess with, like, Luke's emotions. Maybe he just was like, if Luke gets emotional about this and Darth Vader's his father, and he probably knows Luke longed for a father. Who, What child wouldn't, like, want to know who his father was and maybe who his mother was, even though Luke never seems to think about that part. But, you know, maybe he knew that was just dangerous ground and Luke might join the dark side. So maybe it was just easier to say, defeat him. Maybe, like, put aside your emotions because Jedi put aside their emotions anyway, really, and just defeat him. So I guess I'm like on and off about this one. Point number two, Yoda shouldn't be using a lightsaber. <sighs> the guy says, or the woman says, at his age, full of wisdom and knowledge of the force, he should be above using a laser sword. Okay, cool. You use laser sword like Anakin and the Phantom Menace. You're awesome. But uh, what? Are you serious? Like, no, of course he's going to be using a lightsaber. And like, can you imagine if the entire prequel trilogy went by and he didn't use a lightsaber? People would be pissed. Fans would be pissed. Like, this is a purely business decision that I agree with. Because no matter what, people were going to be like, hating on the prequel trilogies and not living up to their expectations, even though now it's like making a comeback. I mean, no matter what, I think Lucas knew going into it that like people are going to be upset because the original trilogy was held in such high esteem, right? So can you imagine showing the Jedi at the height of their power and not having Yoda use a lightsaber? I'm sorry, I disagree with this. I think Yoda absolutely should use a lightsaber and I'm glad that we got to see that 120 million percent, as my daughter would say. I agree with that. So I'm going to disagree with this person. Um, and I think purely from a business standpoint and also because like if we never saw him use a lightsaber, we'd all be sitting here like, oh, how come we never saw Yoda use a lightsaber? This It goes on to say fans like this user believe that Yoda and even Count Dooku should have been strong enough with the force that that that, that would be the primary weapon they use to fight since the force is so much stronger. 
While that might be draining, it would also lose some of the flair that comes with iconic lightsaber duels in the franchise. Yeah, see, purely business. Like, they gotta, he's gotta fight with a lightsaber. And honestly, like, again, you'd be sitting there and be like, why can't Yoda fight with a lightsaber? Opinion three. Yoda was the worst Grandmaster. Grandmaster Jedi aren't talked about too much in the movies, but they come up a lot in canon. While there were surely worse Grandmasters than Yoda, some fans believe that Yoda was the worst in a very long time. Not only was one of the most powerful Sith Lords able to rise up in the ranks under his nose, but Yoda never seemed to sense him. Yoda also was in charge of the Jedi Council when Jedi were wiped from existence. Some fans believe that had someone else been in charge, this never would have happened. Yoda's age and ways of life led him to lead the Jedi to failure. Hmm. It's a good point. It's a good point. I disagree when you say Yoda never seemed to sense him. I think they definitely did. He did sense him. He just didn't know exactly who he was. He didn't know who the Sith Lord was. But, you know, multiple times in the prequels, Yoda says the dark side's clouding everything. And so, yes, of course, he definitely sensed them, sensed Sidious and perhaps Maul and Dooku and the rest, even Asajj Ventress maybe, you know, but the dark side clouded everything. And so I think he was blinded to it. Um, I, I'm i not sure this makes like the, the fact that the Jedi were white from existence under Yoda's leadership. I'm not sure that makes him the worst Grandmaster because I think Palpatine just outsmarted everyone. And I did write a post about this. One of my favorite posts actually about Palpatine's just playing a massive game of chess. Um, and I think that Yoda just maybe he was rusty, maybe he maybe he wasn't prepared for this, or maybe Yoda's not the boss with strategy, and Palpatine is, and Palpatine is so good at it that he just outmaneuvered the Jedi every time. Whereas they were so reliant on the Force, they weren't thinking outside of this, and like in terms of politics and the Republic as a whole and the war. That's just not their um strong point as we would say in business so was he the worst in a very long time maybe i don't know enough about canon um to say yes or no on that but i think that i i don't again i don't know i i just think he was given a deck of cards that he kind of dropped and was trying to put them back together and couldn't quite figure it out opinion number four yoda sucks in star wars rebels God, some of these lists. Ah, terrible animation. Cool. I'm going to skip that one. Yoda, number five. Yoda caused Anakin's downfall. Is this number five? I lost track of numbers. Hold on. God, sorry, everyone. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five. Yes, it is. Yoda caused Anakin's downfall. So, Reddit user says, um... He pretty much caused Anakin's downfall himself, and he was never a great example to follow. If he could sense the dark side in him as a strong force user and Jedi master, there's no doubt more that Yoda could have done for Anakin. There are many times that Anakin got closer to the dark side, and Yoda more than once could have helped him resist. I do agree with this one. I don't think he's the cause of Anakin's downfall, but I think Yoda could have done way, way more. Um, Again, I think this comes into the Jedi's belief of not becoming too attached and that means also becoming not too attached to um their own people like padawans or whatever you know the the whole jedi way or like 
See, I don't even know the right word. <laughs> like, what are all the Jedi conglomerate? Jedi, I guess, just Jedi. Um, I, I think that comes back to that lack of attachment. And I think he could have done more for Anakin. I mean, like, we saw his meditation when Anakin was killing the sand people. He knew something was up. He sensed the dark side in him. It made them nervous from the beginning to train him at such an older age. And they didn't like the fact that Anakin was on the council and not, even though they didn't grant him master, right? All those memes. Um, but, you know, it's it's kind of, to me, that he could have done more. And I, I do think it ends up coming back to Obi-Wan trained him because it was Qui-Gon's dying wish. Someone maybe should have put their foot down. Someone maybe should have said, I know it was Qui-Gon's dying wish, but that guy's dead. And so therefore, we're not going to listen to him right now because he's clearly not going to be trained. There's something up with him. So did he cause his downfall? No, there were a lot of factors. And they they let Anakin get too close to Palpatine. Um, they let Anakin... As we saw, like Obi-Wan seems to know that him and Padme had something going on, even if they he didn't know they were married. He definitely knows they were in a romantic relationship. I mean, everyone just kind of turned a blind eye to Anakin and just let him do what he wanted. And and I not entirely, but I think that was a huge problem. So yes, I do think Yoda could have stepped in a lot more. I don't think he caused Anakin's downfall, but I think he could have stopped things and nipped things in the bud a lot more often. Number six, Yoda should have sensed Palpatine. Reddit user says he should have honed in on Palpatine way before Revenge of the Sith. So I kind of talked about this before. I'm not going to go into it again. I kind of disagree. Yoda was overrated in the prequels. <laughs> While his actions, battle sequence, and wisdom was loved by some, plenty of fans, like this Reddit user, thought he was kind of an overrated jerk in the prequels. Prequel Yoda was definitely different than the Yoda from the original trilogy, but it makes sense due to what he'd been through and his growth. Um, did you see how Yoda treated Luke when he first met him, when he was a crazy person? <laughs> He's kind of a jerk. I don't think he was a jerk. Uh, no, I don't think he was a jerk. And I don't I don't think he was overrated. Maybe it's just the fans I hang out with. But none of us thought we're like, oh, Yoda was overrated in the prequels. I mean, yeah, he's different. But, like, we're watching the fall of a republic and the fall of something that Yoda has been part of for years upon years. I mean, how many years was he a Jedi? Like 900, 800, 900? He's been part of this Jedi Order. Ah, that's the word I was looking for. Jedi Order. <laughs> he's been part of the Jedi Order for almost a thousand years and he's watching it all crumble beneath him in a matter of days i mean yes you could say it was a matter of 20 years but it's really like everything happens like so this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause and he just watches it crumble um so i think that i where did where was it going with that thought i'm not sure but like i don't think he was overrated no, I don't. Um, I think that you needed the actions. I think you needed the battle sequences to see how the Republic crumbled. And you still needed some of his wisdom as he's trying to hold it together. I think that his prequel character arc made a lot of sense. <laughs> Yoda's exile doesn't make sense. We did touch on this in the first point. Um, this Reddit user says, I don't see what he was accomplishing. It just doesn't look as there 
Is anything keeping him there beyond the constraints of other movies? Well, hmm. I think that Order 66 was a huge tragedy and he was running. He was just fearful. He didn't know what to do. And like I mentioned earlier, I think with just him and Obi-Wan, they needed to exile themselves and tamper down their force abilities because they didn't know what was going to happen next. They just wanted to keep their Jedi Order alive. And you can't keep the Order Jedi Order alive when you're out and about and you're re- so recognizable. I mean, when you listen to um, the background um, and interviews with Filoni and John Favreau on The Mandalorian, there was a lot of um, back and forth and almost like contention on if they should even use Grogu as Yoda's species because there's, you know, so recognizable, so clearly Yoda. And even though there was Yaddle in the prequel trilogy, I mean, no one knows much about her. Lucas definitely kept the species a complete secret. My guess is someone like Yoda is super recognizable. If like an Inquisitor is out looking for Yoda, they're going to recognize them and no one – they're not a popular species from what I'm understanding of the Star Wars background and lore. So I think going into exile for him specifically is actually a good idea. I think that he – I mean even though someone trying to kill him, anyone trying to kill him unless it's Palpatine would have a hard time of it. He also doesn't want to be popping up on different planets helping out people. Not a good idea. And also, you know – um, according to canon, you know, he learned how to speak to Qui-Gon Jinn when he was on Dagobah and communicate with the Force. And I think that – and like, you know, how to become one with the Force when you die and whatnot. I think that is uh, – was important to him and I think he needed that time of reflection. And side note, I always thought that's what Obi-Wan was doing and so I don't know how I feel about this new series coming out. I mean – I think I'll like it. I'm going to watch it anyway. But I always had this idea of like Obi-Wan just almost really like penitence, like out in the desert on Tatooine, just watching over Luke as best he could, talking to sand people maybe occasionally, scaring them off, and just in exile. And I think that's what Yoda's doing too. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a movie soon or a TV series about what Yoda was up to on Dagobah and how many times he left. But I do disagree with this. I think that exile makes perfect sense. Yoda's age affected his outlook. Well, yeah, no shit. Many believe him to be in his upper 800s and 900s in the original trilogy. Age can help make someone wise, insightful, and mindful of things, but some fans believe that may not be the case when it comes to Yoda. He's flawed. Um, This user says he's powerful and wise, but he's flawed, and not to mention he's 900 years old. Yeah, I'm not even going to argue this one. Of course, age affected his outlook, whatever. Um... This is the last, number 10. Yoda's fighting style in the prequel trilogy didn't make sense. Yoda's introduction when he met Luke and started to train him on Dagobah never would have prepared fans for his fighting style that was shown in the prequels. His calm but tough training style in The Empire Strikes Back made sense for the old Jedi Master. In both the prequels and in Clone Wars, fans were floored to see his fighting style not match that. His fighting style before Order 66 was much more chaotic, and as the user said, Yoda's fighting style was exactly the opposite of the way Yoda would fight. It was so spastic, wild, and chaotic. It did not match his normal, calm, and collective manner at all, and fans were not happy about it. Okay, so you're not at all contradictory yourself, are you? You're the same all the time. I mean... Uh, some of me wonders why I'm even doing this podcast but like this specific one (laughs) like this is such a thing to get worked up about because I mean yeah he's calm and collected but wouldn't it be so much more um wouldn't it catch someone off guard so much more when you 
all of a sudden are spastic and chaotic when you're fighting and you just can't, you have to keep them on their toes. I think Yoda also, what's frustrating is, you know, the prequel trilogy fighting never made sense. We don't, we never saw him in the original trilogy fight. Uh, So yeah, like he's telling Luke things and he's basically telling Luke, you know, always be on the defense as a Jedi, never be on the offense. Honestly, I cannot remember enough of his fighting in the Clone Wars to tell you if he was always on the defense versus offense. But I know in the prequel trilogy, he pretty much was, except for when he confronted Palpatine. And that was always a sticking point for me because he goes in there, he lights his lightsaber. And I'm kind of like, mm. but then again, when you know it's the most powerful Sith Lord, maybe that is a good idea. Maybe that's like the one exception to going on the offense versus the defense. I just think this this point, like his prequel trilogy fighting style didn't make sense. We have nothing to compare it to. So why are we even making this a point? Why does this whole list even exist? Why does it exist? I don't know. But it got me thinking and I kind of wanted to just share my thoughts on that. And no, like what, what do you think about Yoda? Have you thought about Yoda? Because I feel like I haven't right? This is my first time really thinking about Yoda and um, in depth when I was breastfeeding and like scoffing and also being like, oh no, I agree with that. So if Yoda is one of your favorite characters, I would love to hear more um, or just tell me a little bit about your thoughts on Yoda and his fighting style. If you think going into exile makes sense, was he responsible for Anakin's downfall? Could he have played a bigger part in that? Please fill me in. Let me know.